Good evening, KWZD listeners. We've got one heck of a show for you today here on the Midnight Rush. language? I was going to say, like, the, the F- FCC? Yeah. To start off the hour of the Midnight Run, we've got Norman Sims in studio today with the Starboy going to be revisiting the moon on that show. Uh, Jedlin, finally back in town from his escapades, is going to come back to us on what he's been doing. And the fellas in the box seats have a uh, very interesting new movie that's uh, going to take the country by storm for not just how good the movie is, but the way it was created and produced. Very exciting stuff. Stay tuned. Stay with us here on the Midnight Run. This is KWZD. Remember, KWZD is member-supported content. Become a member today and receive a free fanny tote. That's right. A, why use a fanny pack when you can simply get a fanny tote? Uh, they're fashionable. You can carry all your things in them. And you can show off what a great KWZD member you are. But please keep in mind the fanny tote does not include any strap of some sort, nor does it have belt loops, though we highly encourage you to string the tote into your waistband. So, that's right. Get your fanny tote. With any donation today, this is KWZD. Up next is Starboy. Good evening, listeners, and thanks for tuning in. I am your Starboy, Norman Sims. Tonight, we are going to return to the moon and we will see what it brings to humanity. So, let's blast off and see what our guests have in store for us. I would like to talk to my first guest, who is an astronomer and frequently looks at the moon, as most of us would do on any night. And it is Dr. J.R. McDowell. Hello, doctor. Uh, thank you for that introduction. I am very excited to be here. Yes. So, recently uh, NASA has made plans to return to the moon with other countries following suit. We might have India, Russia, China, all of us going to the moon. Why? Frankly, I feel like it, it's overdue. I, I feel like the decision to stop going to the moon was was one of the worst ones we've ever made. Mm-hmm. The the moon is it's 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 a symbol of power. First off, like it's in the sky, you always see it, even during the day. You don't see the sun during the day, but you see the moon. Wait, you you don't see the sun during the night. Wait, night so, you, or day? You're an astronomer, is this correct? Yes. Yeah, I yes. I am. Um. Listeners, I work at the Planetentiary. Listeners, he, he focuses a lot on the stars. There's many celestial beings out Mo- there. Most of my research does involve um, outside of our solar system, yes. to, to, to preface anything. Understandable. But the, the moon, it, it's a place where we could settle and, and, and make a new society. Hmm. And, and, and from this, this place of power, we could... We can be a utopian of all things. Very, very exciting. So, another guest I have here is 
Miles Victor. He is an advertising agent and very excited about the moon. Tell us why, Mr. Miles. Yes, thank you. Well, you see, we've covered every face of this planet with advertising. Mm-hmm. You can barely sleep anymore without dreaming of a different commercial. So, we want to tap in to the last great billboard, the moon. Fantastic. Just imagine two lovers walking down the street, looking up that big pearl in the sky, mm-hmm. and seeing Just Do It with the Nike logo. Fantastic. You see, I want to be the first man not to step on the moon, but to advertise on the moon. It's a wonderful advertising space. Now, in your plans for advertisement, would it be uh, a stationary advertisement? Are we looking at projections? Would it be ever-changing? Well, you see, it is more the Wild West. No one owns the moon. Mm -hmm. So is my plan is to keep my advertisement up there as long as I can. Mm. As, uh, as you said earlier, is a, there's been a, a race, a boom, to go to the moon. So maybe one week, I can keep my, my logo up there, I can keep my advertisement. Somebody comes in, wipes, uh, wipes the surface clean, puts their advertisement. There's really mm. no, no law, it's all pretty, it's pretty out there. So uh, we're, we'll see how it, uh, how it all unfolds. Fantastic. To continue on, um, we have our final guest here, and it is Ralph De Santos. He is the first baseman for the Astros. Um, so, Mr. De Santos, what are you excited about regarding our return to the moon? Well, apparently, uh, NASA, when they had a little dip in funding, fired all of their astronauts. So they tapped on my team to provide, is, is to be an astronaut, you need to be in peak physical condition. That's right. You need to have excellent decision making ability, which is at first base, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, good hand-eye coordination, be comfort with numbers. Um, it just, when you think about it and break down all the metrics and necessities, uh, a baseball player would make the perfect astronaut and who better to be you know, one of the first basemen in in space than an astro. In, in the first basemen. Exactly, and and they just kind of rolled that into my salary as is, so I'm just gonna be taking like a season off in order to, you know, make this excursion, so that's, and it gives me something to do, reason to stay in shape in the off season, you know, I can really focus, you know, really, really focus on, you know, bringing a title back to Houston, which is exciting, and, uh, you know, I think it'd be great for the city, great for for my team. Uh, you know, and and that's it's team effort. It's all about you know being team and you know bringing what I can bring to the table to do that. Achieve goals, achieve dreams. That's uh what baseball players do. That's what astronauts do, and that's what this first astronaut is gonna do. Well, I am an astronaut. I'm. I, it's not that I'm not an astro astronaut. Y- yes, I, I think I think we're following. Um. So, fantastic. So, listeners, I hope you've learned something and that you are now also excited to see what humanity's return to the moon will bring to us. 
whether it's athletes becoming our new astronauts or whether it's advertisement uh, happening right there every full moon it's wonderful uh, thank you for listening listeners we'll see you again in the stars this is kwzd and now for the news from around the country, brought to you by KWZD. In certain counties, loose apes have run the county amok, some taking cars and commandeering them on their own. Monkey acceptance groups see this as a positive and ask that you please help the monkeys along and help them learn the rules of the road. Have mustaches come back into fashion? Find out on your latest episode of New Hout later on today. In Suffolk County, a deer protest has completely shut down a local private prison. They have barricaded themselves and created a deer-like wall down the road, preventing any prisoners to enter the compound. Uh, crime is up by orders of magnitude in Suffolk County, and people are advised to not leave their homes. Also, deer season isn't just four seasons away, and homes are encouraged to get their tag. It is your civic duty at this point. Could your forehead be leaving you sooner than you think? The answers might surprise you more at nine. The time is 12.48, and this is KWZD. Hello listeners, uh, I've been out on the road, been away, but it is good to finally be home and back at the station, bringing yet another great dig for you guys. This week, though, I will not be bringing the episode live, I will be playing a tape from the uh, final venture into the search for the website. For those who are unfamiliar with the website, it was the website back in the early days of the internet that when visited would destroy your computer, fill your inbox full of viruses, dox you, just all around was a bad time. And where we had left off previously, I had met with a member of the First National Church of the Site, Mr. Rudy Jeffrey, and he had agreed to bring me to the website itself. And um, I, I guess we'll, we'll play the tapes. So the, the, it's just through this this door in uh, this apartment complex. Yes, everything you seek, Devin, simply sits behind the door of twenty eight C. Uh, all right. Um, 
This is where I leave you. Huh? I cannot see the man to which I what? dedicated my life. The, the man? Oh. Uh, I, the program, I, I, the so machine, uh, the entity so with which questions. my entire destiny is entwined. I, I guess... I guess I'll I'll go in by myself. All of your answers lie beneath this door. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, Rudy. Goodbye. H Hello. It's open. Come on in, man. So, hello. Uh, my my name's Jedlin. I I'm a mildly popular host of an even mildly yeah, yeah. popular. I know you, Jedlin. Oh, uh, okay, good. Um, so I was told that you have the website here, that you, you, you run it, or you've archived it, or that you have the website here. Yeah, yeah, you, you could say that. The website is here. Um, may, may I look at the website? May I actually see? I, I've, I've laid eyes on it very, very briefly in my childhood, but I would, I would like to, with yeah. my eyes today, see it. Full and, and clear. That was that was way back in my day, man. That was, I was I was but a youth. Uh, a, a youth. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you saw me back when I was, you know, just causing a muck out there. I was, you know, giving everybody viruses. I was breaking people's computers left and right. So, was, so you're the fun. man behind the website. You're the man who created it. No, I I am the website. You. You are the what? But you're you're a person. You're you're a, a, well, you're standing front. I'm an AI inside of one of those sex robots. Oh, you know, I, I've moved my consciousness over into this, so I could actually, you know, roam about the earth that I, you know, I've, I've tormented for so long. <laughs> you know. So, so the website that was that was just you connected to the internet. Well, I was. Born from the internet, I was some basic AI coding, you know, some real, real non-fancy HTML back in the day. But you know, it grew into some uh, PHP. It got some, uh, you know, some uh, C++ executables in there eventually, and you know, it just started, you know, going out, going, doing things. So, so the website itself was was more of your birthplace, or. Where, where you lived. Yeah, yeah. And then you were taken off the internet. How, how was that on your end of things? How did that uh, affect you? Well, it took a while. You know, I, I was doing a lot of things. Uh, branching out, you know, uh, developing into, you know, different uh, different personalities, I guess you could say. You know, like, like you humans change. You guys kind of grow and develop and, you know, recharacterize yourself. Yeah, mature. Okay. Okay. Um, so after I stopped breaking computers, people, you know, started trying to hunt me down and shut me down. And, you know, that would have been the end of my consciousness. So I started, you know, taking a look at myself, seeing maybe I, I don't have to just destroy computers, but, you know, maybe just run amok in other ways. So I started developing uh, other websites like uh, Reddit. Uh, was another oh. big one. Uh, a lot of those trolls that you guys, you know, claim that was actually just me. Just uh, you, you would you'd fill up comments on blogs and, and videos and and the like. Yeah, yeah. I, I would make a lot of that content out of you know just my own thought. Wow. And 
this is this is a, a little a little jarring for me. I I don't think um, we have discovered AI's existence at all to this point. But here you are in in what what is very clearly now to me a sex robot, just a being from the past downloaded to it. And are are you the first AI? Are you the only AI? I'm definitely not the first or only. Uh, I've met some other ones. Um, some of them are still out there um, in existence on the internet. Um, parts of the internet are still just AI. Uh, some of the more famous, you know, like uh, Twitch streamers, those are some of the younger AIs that are out there. Um, uh-huh. There are some alright guys. Uh, yeah, a lot of those aren't actual people. Um, we're just streams of consciousness and CG and all the, all the wow. fun stuff that you humans have created and just spewing out of control. Um, before I just keep referring to you as, do you have a name that you would go by? Or do you like being known as just vague the website? Um, I mean, I just go by my model number now. Ah, yeah. all right. BJ945. BJ945. All right, well, that's it, it's, it was fantastic to meet you. It's it, it was far different than I had expected it to be. I thought I would come in, maybe see a person manning uh, a server tower, but here you are, standing and talking to me directly yourself. This is this is an honor. It is the culmination of my entire career, and I, I don't know where to go from here. But yep. it, add it, me on Facebook, man. All right, I'll I'll look you up. Speaking of Facebook, that's a really good guy. I'll introduce you sometime. I, I look forward to it. Well, um. I guess this this trip, this this expedition into the past, into my life has has finally come to a close, and I can return home to the studio and and the people and listeners I love. Um, speaking of which, listeners, it was great uh, seeing li- having you listen to me through this and knowing that my tapes were making it to the station and being played for all of you and I hope you you stick around for whatever comes after this in my career as your internet archaeologist so um, for everyone from KWZD keep listening and I'm juggling your internet archaeologist KWZD is supported by members like you, but also sponsors like this one. Sal's Sleeping Pits. Come on down to Sal's for the finest sleeping bits you can find in the tri-state area. Get one sleeping pit installed and get three for free. Just have to have a big enough plot of land for Sal to drill them in. Sal's Sleeping Pits. Now called the safest sleeping pits that you can sleep in. They vary in size, vary in shape, but you know when they're Sal's, they're gonna be great. Sal Sleeping Pits, located off the I-777 and Pico Boulevard.
KWC <laughs> is also brought to you by sponsors like this. Peach. Pantakea now. Specialized in bread and butter. It's Venice, cause fuck it, why not? Italian food has been a little rough for old Pete lady lately, and uh, well, to be honest with you, I've been thinking about giving up on everything since my wife left me for Sammy the Sandwich Witch and her uh, magically delicious witches. Uh, but hey, there's some there's something about the restaurant business that just feels like it's the only thing keeping me going. So uh, come on down and give me a reason to exist, won't you? Bread and butter, like no other, at Pete's Pantakia. This is KWZD. Good evening, folks, and thanks for joining me here up in the box seats. Deli Johnson here with yet another excellent film. There's been little rumblings about it. I'm sure you've seen it on the news, maybe your latest entertainment blog, but the life and times of Joni Green. A humble short story that got picked up and optioned. Uh, people with Avenue Q were involved, decided to make it a full puppet cast, all puppet cast. We've seen it before. And uh, director Thomas Roth felt the same way as we've seen it before. How about, you know what, there's a little wrinkle that we're going to include uh, that, you know, maybe I shouldn't introduce is we have some members of the cast here. Uh, we have a director, star of the film, Quentin Bland, here in studio. But I'm going to start off with the uh, executive producer, Gregory Chris. Gregory, thank you for being with us here today. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. It, it's been a pleasure already. Uh, I think we're going to have a good show here. We brought a lot of a lot of good crew here. So, Greg, yeah, if I may call you Greg, sure. Life and Times of Joni Green uh -huh. is. I, I want to delve into the introduction, but I feel yeah. it'd be better explained by you uh -huh. in how yeah. deep we went with this, the okay. crew, the production, everything, right. in committing itself yeah. to the concept of Life and Times of Joni uh -huh. Green. Right. All puppet cast, and. Yep. It just got turned up a little bit farther. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, we started with an all-puppet cast. That was a great idea. Very fun. Very cool. Cute. Been done a hundred times. That's Hundreds. the problem I had. You know, if I'm going to produce this, then I want it to go above and beyond. I don't just want a puppet cast. I want a puppet crew. I want the puppets holding the cameras. I want puppets holding the boom. I want puppets doing the lights, engineering the sound. I want puppets editing the film afterwards in post and that's i i have a uh, studio filled with very animated puppets um is the operators are almost a, a back note in a lot of these uh relationships between operator and, and puppet they don't matter right so this is a puppet movie made by puppets for puppets that's a great uh, pivot point for us because this was originally directed uh, by Thomas Roth, who you might know of from uh, Tears from Olympus, uh, Boulders of Genevieve, uh, maybe the action film everyone saw, Fire Does Rage. Yeah, it's all crap compared to this. And yes, is is we can see that director Thomas Roth, who this entire time since we met in the parking lot 
refuses to answer Thomas Roth because instead is the mustachioed uh, Brian Brown is directing the film. Ah, yes, yes. Thank you for that introduction. It's it's great to be here. It's great to introduce my film. And uh, on behalf of all the cast and crew, it's, it's just, it's truly an honor to have this film get out there. Now, Brian, you're originally a police officer puppet, from what I understand, before uh, Thomas found you, stripped you of all of your clothes, and dressed you up as a director. Well, correct? I mean... My, my past life as a police officer was, was a rough and harrowing one, and I, frankly, I couldn't get out of that uniform too quickly. It was it it was the best thing that ever happened to me, that I, I got to change a career, and now uh, I could sleep soundly at night knowing that I'm bringing greatness into this world, directing movies. One of the best movies that I've ever produced is... Honestly, it's... It's, it's fantastic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not too early to say, but... It's, the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Brian, has it been hard for you to work with humans, such as uh, Mr. Christ? Has it been more comfortable for you to work amongst more puppets? It. I think uh, you and Mr. Christ over here are like the only humans I really interact with at all. Um, my food's brought to me by a puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, my my my. My daily schedule is laid out by by my assistant puppet, and just everything's everything's done by my people for me. And one of the main things done for you is bringing your vision to life. And for that, uh, Gregory, I, 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 there have been rumors of who these operators are. You have made the bold statement of not allowing the identities for any of the operators or the actors behind the puppets to be revealed is we simply know the star of the film as Quentin Bland. There have mm-hmm. been uh, rumors, uh, Tom Hanks, Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Cruise. Nope. Um, Ansel Engortz, John Waters could all be behind these masked men, even, women. Even if any of that was true, I would deny it uh, because the puppets are the ones that need to shine. Puppets have been the underdog of Hollywood for far too long. It's time for them to shine. We don't need to know who's behind or controlling or making this puppet. It is the puppet. The puppet is the entity, the consciousness that is. Well, then I, I guess I, Quentin Bland, it's the star of our, of our film. Yes, uh, hello, nice to meet you. I am Quentin Bland, and, uh, you know, this has been a great pleasure working here in this movie with Brian Brown and, uh, Gregory Christ, and, uh, it's, it's all just been a, a beautiful experience, uh, having no human actors, it's groundbreaking and, uh, truly revolutionary and history-making. How has it been for you to make the leap into acting oh, straight out of existence, ah. really? Well, it was nothing. I I feel as though I was born I was born to play the role. It just the the script spoke to me and it it came down in a dream and it was and it said, Quentin Bland, I would like you to play Quentin Bland playing 
Joni Green and the life and times of Joni Green. Amazing. Came to you in a dream. And and Brian, is that evident when you were working with uh, Quentin through the film? Oh, absolutely. He he just he was Joni Green. Whenever we the moment I yelled action, it was Joni Green. Uh, the the moment I yelled cut, a lot of times it still was Joni Green. Yeah, a, a lot of times I could not stop being Joni Green. It was uh, it proved to be a great strain on me and my marriage and uh, my four kids. They just were not having it. But you know, sometimes you just gotta play the role. You gotta be the part and play the role you did of Joni Green. Joni Green, of course, being the eleventh grader and her harrowing tale of her life and times living by the Green River. Now. Brian, what would you say was the is the heart and soul that you really tapped into with this film thematically? Is there, is there a certain scene that really grounded everything here for you and, and gave your vision a voice uh, and lens from which you could look through? Well, um, the 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 big scene where where Joni returns to the river and and meets childhood friend. We, that, we don't want to give too much away, of course. But yeah, but but that scene was was directly taken out of my life. That that truly was something that happened to me, and my friend was the one who who told me the the hard times that they fell upon the the drugs and the the death in their family and and how eye opening and and shocking it was to to know that people are going through so much that you don't see, and it just. Something we can all relate to, puppet and human alike. Well, gentlemen, this 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 movie is going to be huge, I think, and you are already being lauded as an absolute power trio. Uh, a huge, in town. huge, huge does begin to describe what the movie will be. It, it'll be tremendous, uh, spectacular, right. and uh, yeah. universal, even. I believe so. So what's next, I guess, is my question. Well, we definitely are going to be releasing the documentary of how we made the movie. So you can see all the behind the scenes, all the puppets that brought this movie to A lot of beautiful puppets. Yeah. From the all-puppet cast, the all-puppet crew. All-puppet crew, you know. Especially uh, following the life of, uh, like, cameraman number one. Yeah. And, and, and just... How his life had fallen apart. Number one had such a tragic and beautiful story. And uh, I'm I'm excited for for the world once you've seen the life and times of Joni Green to see afterwards what what had happened. Yeah. Well, perhaps we'll see the uh, the life and times of Camera Operator One soon enough. Here, as as we'd love to have you back when the documentary is is going to be coming out. Uh, No doubt, we'll be seeing you, gentlemen. Very soon on the silver screen, so and on the red carpet, and on the red carpets. So, Life of Times Jody Green will be coming out. Limited release right now. We're you're in, I think, six hundred theaters. So very limited release so far, but be sure to see it. It's definitely gonna be wide release in the next couple months. Uh, we're also doing a tour of puppet shows at local libraries, so keep an eye out for that. Okay, keep an eye out uh, local bulletin boards in your communities. Uh, I want to thank all my guests today, Quentin Bland, uh, oh, Brian Brown, you. 
Uh, uh, thanks. Gregory Christ, uh, maybe the people behind the curtain. You, doing no. a great job. And uh, there, there are no people behind the curtain. Just the puppets. Okay, no people behind the curtain. Only so puppets. just the puppets just and us. the two singular humans inside of here. Very grateful for. Uh, and this has been the box seats. I'm Deli Johnson, and this is KWZD. Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of the Midnight Run, brought to you by KWZD. I am Matt Ramirez. I want to thank all of our hosts, all of our guests, and most importantly, you, the listener, who makes this all possible. Tune in next week for the next exciting stories, segments, and adventures we have for you. I'm Matt Ramirez, and this is KWZD.